Hello again, my friends, and thank you for your patience, a deepest, sincerest thank you from me. Welcome back to the long-awaited return of Talkie Talkie Hippo. I know it's been... It's been quite a while since the last episode, and, and a few things have happened, you know, and some personal matters have occurred, but I, I don't want to bother you with that, you know. You know, those things, they, they happen, and, and life goes on for, for most people. So, uh, moving on, I've got quite a bit of a story to tell you today, and I know that you, my dear friends, have been waiting for quite the stories. Well, I will tell you that I have just gotten back from some sort of a gathering of people. It was a convention of sorts. I, I didn't quite understand what was going on. I do know that they were they were celebrating some some girls. I think their names were Anne and May. I, I, I didn't quite understand it, but everyone was dressed up in their, their best their best get-ups. Everyone was so colorful. There were so many characters, and everyone just seemed to be having such a good time. And, well, you know, in my opinion, when you're surrounded by people who are having such a good time, how can you not have a good time yourself? And I'll tell you, I was, I was speaking of these characters. Some of these were, were just bizarre. There were, there was a few people that were dressed like ghostly ghouls, and, and a few people that they looked like they were, they were at a, a, a school gymnasium, like they were in uniforms. I, I didn't understand that. They, they said they were from the UA. I, I, I didn't understand what that meant. The, the Universal Academy, or I, I'm not entirely sure. I do know there was one gentleman, he seemed to be, I think he was a tad bit confused, because he was, he was trying to explain it to me, He's, he seemed to say that he was a, a, a pool of dead people, or, or something of, the, of that matter, and I didn't quite understand it, because, well, to me, it just looked like he was one person, but, but he did have these two rather sharp swords on his back, and whew, I did not want to get on his bad side. I will say, though, that on one of the days, I was perusing what, what I believe they called the, the artist's alley. It was, it was an alleyway where people can show off their artwork and all of the hard work they put into their art and their dedication and all the great things that they've done over the time. And there was a lot of interesting artwork there. Just so many things. You had people who made t-shirts, people who had made posters, people who made little keychain trinket things. It was very, very interesting. Uh, so much, so much to just take in and appreciate. If I recall correctly, there was even this, this person, they were, they were selling bath products. I think there was, there was soaps and, and, and just lotions and, I think I think they called one of them a, a a bath bomb, or something like that. I I wasn't sure. I I never heard of that. I I don't know anyone who would put a bomb in a bath. But then I I upon asking, they said that no no no. You see, you you submerge this little sphere into the bath water, and it erupts as if it were a small bomb. But really, it's supposed to release these aromatic, delighted scents and. And lots of fun to be had, lots of foam and, and fizzing, and it's supposed to be very relaxing. So that that put me at ease. A few of the other people that I had seen around there were were a bit strange too. You had some people, they had these 
very large weaponry, and I, I, I didn't understand how people could bring such large weaponry into such a public area. They were, they were innocent people. There were children. We've had children running around these places, and I will say these are probably some of the best-behaved children I've ever seen. Uh, so many of them very polite, you know, hello, uh, excuse me, can I get by, sir, uh, and and if they bought something, they would say, "Oh, thank you, sir or ma'am," and 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 uh, here you go, thank you, uh, you're welcome. Very polite children, and it's it's very good to see to see people who are, are, are raising the children to be polite. You know, I've uh, you know it reminds me of a time I was with my good friend Orville, and uh, we were we were at the park as we tend to be, and and we saw these children. They were just. They were playing in the sandbox, as children tend to do, you know. Orville and I enjoyed the sandboxes back when we were younger, so we looked at them fondly, thinking of our childhood days. And Orville, he even said to me, he said, Friend, these kids don't understand. They're living the best years of their life. They've got nothing to worry about but but the sand underneath their fingertips and, and hoping that they don't misplace their shovel. Well, surely enough, right as Orville had said that, here comes this big kid, rather large compared to the others around, and he just stomps all over everything. He He's knocking down the sandcastles, he's taking the pails and shovels from the kids, he's just ruining all their good time. These poor children were in tears. And Orville and I, well, you know, it's it's not our place to say anything. None of the kids were ours, we couldn't really step in, you know, there's there's that stigma nowadays, you're not supposed to speak out openly about other children when the parents aren't around, you know, you're supposed to mind your own business. But I digress, the, the kids at the convention, they were, they were very polite. Unlike those ruffians over at the playground, who thankfully the parents did come by, they scolded them, and, you know, I, I believe that they've learned their lesson, and hopefully they'll learn to be a little more polite when they're on the playground. One of my favorite uh, moments of the convention, though, believe it or not, was uh, was looking through what they call the panel list. It was, um, you see, it, it seemed that there were a line of rooms where people would be able to go in and have discussions of certain things, or, or put on little skits and have people enjoy it. Uh, I, I think I think the most unusual of them would have to be that there were quite a few different, uh, I think they called them dating games, where people would just line up and, and meet these different characters and and attempt to have a date with them of some sort. I, I, I don't I don't understand it. You see, I, I come from another time. I remember back when Orville and I were younger. We didn't have what what all these kids have nowadays on the on their smartphones. We don't have the we didn't have the Tinders and the and the meetup apps where you could say, Hey, I wanna meet someone. I wanna go out on a date. No, no, no. Back back when I was a younger hippo, we had to we had to grit ourselves and just walk up to someone and say, Hello my name is Mr. Hippo. I think you are a wonderful person. Would you like to go out with me? I remember that there was a lovely young lass, Gator, Gertie the Gator. That was it. It was Gertrude the Gator, but I got to call her Gertie for short. We became very close friends, almost as close as me and Orville, but not quite as close. I just, I recall 
when I was a young hippo, I would go up to her and I would say, Excuse me, Miss Gertrude. I would just like to say that you are a very, very beautiful gator. I was hoping that I could have the pleasure of taking you to to the sock hop or to the soda parlor later this this week, and perhaps we could go get a root beer float or 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 a milkshake or a malted beverage or something like that. You know, a lot of people they don't really appreciate the uh, the root beer float. I remember the first time Gertrude and I shared a root beer float. It was. Oh, it was magical. You ever, have you ever had a root beer float? You know, when you when you have the crispness of the root beer and the, oh, when the vanilla reaches, oh, it's so good. You should go try it if you haven't had one. They're, they're really good. But I digress. Is that they had, a, they had a lot of panels there, and some of them were very interesting. But I think besides all of all the costumes, the artwork in the panel, the one day that really, really made me smile... It had to be, I think it was, uh, yes, it was the last day of the convention. It was uh, was a very nice day. Everyone had kind of gotten a little tired of the convention. Everyone was just taking it slow. And, you know, sometimes sometimes it's nice to take it slow and just say, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this, have my little rounds, check on everyone, see how they're doing. Well, believe it or not, you would think I was lying if I didn't tell it to you myself. But I saw not one. But two more of those crazy creatures from those ghastly air vents I used to crumble around in. And they came up to me. And they said not only did they know of my podcast, but that they were fans. They told me that they saw me here at the convention the previous days. And that they had uh, they had binged through the podcast. They had listened to every episode back to back, and I, I could not believe that, that the two of, the, of these wacky creatures I had been dwelling with were familiar with and appreciated my work. Well, needless to say that that had, uh, that had made me smile, but that was nothing compared to the fact that one of them had pulled out a sheet of paper, and I, say, I said, well, what, what is this? What have, you, what have you got here? And he said to me, he said, Mr. Heppo, you have made our lives very happy just listening to your podcast. We enjoyed it so much that I, I, I drew you a little something and I wanted you to have it. Well, needless to say, I was touched. They, this, this creature that is of the same ill that I am born from, they, they had it in their heart to not only make me a very personal drawing, but I was looking at it and I realized that this was... These was moments from my podcast. They, they truly listened to me, and that, that warmed my heart. I, I actually, I have it framed, in the studio I'm recording in right now, and I, I look at it every time I want to think about happier times. Now that's going to be there, thinking. Maybe there's not everyone listening to this podcast. Maybe there's not even that many. But I look at that picture and I say, hey. There are people that are listening. There are people that appreciate it. There are people that like it and people that want it to go on. And <laughs> even if the con was a complete bust before that, that little meetup, that made that whole weekend worth it. Just to know that you can make a small difference in somebody's life by doing something as simple as making this podcast. <laughs> 
Excuse me, I seem to be getting a little misty height in this booth here. Thank you all for listening once again to Talkie Talkie Hippo. I'll make sure the next episode's out as soon as possible.